This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Here's a question. Are Chicago's police officers where they need to be, when they need to be, to fight crime? A data analysis performed by the University of Chicago Crime Lab suggests that the answer is no, at least some of the time. The Chicago Tribune recently gained access to the analysis through an open records request, and it shows that deployment levels go down during the early morning hours of the weekend when the highest percentage of shootings occur. So here with more on this is Chicago Tribune reporter Annie Sweeney. Hey, Annie, welcome back. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Sure. Tell us more about this uh, analysis here from the crime lab. Why was it performed in the first place? Sure. Um, I think uh, your introduction summed it up really well. So thank you. Um, It was um, performed uh, at the request of the police department by the University of Chicago Crime Lab, which does these type of analysis uh, for the city and specifically the department. Um, And they conducted it in 2020 into 2021 to get a a look at exactly what you said, which is um, our officers patrolling in the field Mm -hmm. at the right times. Yeah. Um, So they were looking at 2020 to 2021 data. And what were the major takeaways then? And what questions would you say, Annie, the report raises? Sure. Um, So we did get this through an open records request. So much of the documents were redacted. Um, What we could see was this uh, apparent disconnect between the midnight hours, you know, midnight to about 4 a.m. and some of the least safe parts of the cities, um, uh, excuse me, of the city, um, comparing that to when patrol units are in the field, um, there is a disconnect. There's 14% of the shootings happening then. With the tactical units, we see 3.8% of their field time logged during that time frame. So mm-hmm. um, that is troubling. And the the story in the crime, crime lab has said it bears more research to see if this is a trend that holds up and and of course, why? What we don't know is enough about the location, like where are officers uh, when they are on patrol physically within their uh, districts. Uh, that part of the report was redacted to a level so that I couldn't really um, draw any observations about it. Yeah, as, as you mentioned, some of the analysis was redacted. So tell us more about how you worked around that. Um, well, I, like I said, fortunately, what was not redacted was some written conclusions in the report um, uh, r- related to tactical field time, non-tactical unit field time, and the community safety unit field time. Also, the, the, the study begins with an analysis of 10 years worth of data to kind of establish a set point, which is when do most shootings happen? Let's mm-hmm. start there. Like what day of the week and when should we be staffing? And uh, so that was not redacted. I see. I wonder what made you think to go after this in the first place? Well, I mean, the the fact that the workforce study analysis existed was was understood. People knew that. And but what was in it it has never been made public, but but the crime lab has issued a report saying we did the work and here's why it matters. And and the reason I think to go after this kind of stuff and talk about it is because it goes to so many issues, you know, equity in the city about where police are, um, 
staffing affects officers as well, you know, and their well-being and, you know, their health. If if they are working too hard on one shift and don't have enough people working with them, you know, that's something to be considered, too. Yeah. So what did the Chicago Police Department have to say about this? Um, They issued a statement assuring me that they do data-driven daily analysis of where crime is happening, and they respond to that. This is a refrain um, I hear regularly from them. They also pointed out that crime is down in Chicago. That is true. That is certainly, and I should say violent crime, you know, shootings are down. That is good news, you know, and I don't want that to get lost in this, but the Mm -hmm. point of a workforce allocation study is beyond that. It really is looking at kind of trying to take a hyper look at are the neighborhoods, uh, are all neighborhoods being treated the same and treated fairly and treated equitably? And and is this staffing happening in a way that is best for officers? What about the mayor's office? Anything there? I, you know, I didn't, I, I, they did not issue a statement. Um, I I did seek a comment from them about whether they, uh, when they had read it, absorbed it, and what happened with it. And I I don't have answers on that yet. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking with Annie Sweeney from the Chicago Tribune about her reporting on an analysis of CPD data that suggests that police officers could be better deployed to respond to gun violence in neighborhoods that struggle with safety. That analysis was performed by the University of Chicago Crime Lab, and it was recently made public after a Tribune open records request. Uh, So the review uh, was part of a larger work allocation study for the Mm -hmm. CPD. Tell us more about what was involved in that. Yeah, they were looking at um, what and I, they were looking also at calls for service, like response times. I I did not have any information about that, so that's a piece of it. But okay. then so too is uh, the question about where and when officers are in the field. That is primarily what I had. They also took a look at. They did take a look at. Uh, how many officers were responding to more than 15 calls for service a month. Now, this was a very limited look. It was one month, I believe. um, uh, And they found that 3,000 patrol officers um, had responded. So what they're trying to get at here, again, is who's carrying the share of the workload? Mm -hmm. Where are they? When are they? Um, All of this kind of aimed toward being able to respond to existing violence and then, of course, adapt when you have emerging problems and spikes. Yeah, right. To that end, you know, the Crime Lab's report noted specifically, quote, uh, the CPD is not nimble enough to adjust mm-hmm. to crime spikes or shifting crime patterns. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think to one one thing to clarify, that was kind of more of a, a broader takeaway that departments that don't get a handle on this, that don't have a strategy, um, are not, therefore, are not nimble enough um, to necessarily respond. And I think um, what we saw happen in the city last week with this tension over um, the latest decision to deploy officers to respond to legitimate violence on the CTA and and the impact that could have on reform is a perfect, I think, just example to to look at as to why this matters. You know, the, this department, all departments have to do a lot at once, right? Mm-hmm. They have to respond to violence. 
They have to train officers. They have to support officers. And in Chicago, they are under a very specific mandate to to do all of this. Like they have to do it. They they have to show a court that they're doing it. So. Um, so there's a lot of tension there. So I think the feeling is look at the data and re- so that you can make the best decisions and, and you don't give in to pressure from any one stakeholder or group that that wants more help at any given time. So you've gathered all this information, Annie. Where, where do you go from here? What are the next steps for your reporting? I, well, I hope I hope to learn a little bit more about the location. Um if we can, I'll continue reporting that. And I, I think I also want to watch to see how, uh, how everybody, the mayor's office, aldermen, um, other oversight agencies respond to this. You know, it's a really, it's a pretty big, it is a very big deal. I mm-hmm. think it goes directly to violence that is claiming lives in the city and has been for years. We have a new civilian oversight commission that is kind right. of getting up and going right now. So, I mean, I would be hoping that people will be asking for more information about it, about all of it. That's Chicago Tribune reporter Annie Sweeney. Annie, thanks so much. Hey, thank you. Have a great day. You too. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.